0: right so we're now live and recording this is episode um still part of episode number one but it's uh i guess it well i don't know how podcasts work i guess season number one this is uh the second episode sunday night i did a very brief uh tease kind of just to introduce the podcast and go from there and um tonight's gonna be more of a full one and see what happens with that so tonight um well, basically, uh, the other night I, I introduced Romans chapter 4, uh, verses 20 and following. And what happened with that is I just basically touched on it. And tonight I want to dive a little more deeper in there and get behind the backstory and tell you a little bit about what's on my heart to share to share with you. Now, I know I've got some friends that are um, theologians that, that watch this. I understand I'm not trying to get all exegetical with that. That is for sermons. Uh, this is a podcast. This is not a sermon. So I'm I'm... Basing what I'm talking about out of the text, but I'm not diving in like I would with a sermon. So, that being said, let me look at Romans chapter 4, starting at verse 20. We're talking about Abraham, and, and the title of this one here was um, Stepping Out of Your Comfort Zone. So, I'm, I really want to continue with that theme and stepping out of our comfort zone because there's a lot of times where God calls us to step out of our comfort zone, and it's not easy to do. So, what happens when we do that? Well, the final product of it is a blessing, but and i'm reading tonight from the esv so here's romans chapter 4 verse 20 and then we'll go backwards into genesis chapter 12 in just a moment so romans 4:20 no unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of god and him talking about abraham so no unbelief made abraham waver concerning the promise of god but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to god fully convinced that god was able to do what he had promised This is why, or that is why faith was counted to him as righteousness. In verse 23, but the words, it was counted to him, were not written for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be counted to us who believe in him, who raised from the dead Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. So there's a lot packed into that little passage. Okay, so... First of all, no unbelief made Abraham waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith. So I love the way the ESV puts this. He grew strong in his faith. So what happens is when we grow in our faith, it's a process. We don't automatically have faith that quick, especially when God's asking us to step out of our comfort zone. That's not an easy thing to do. And I acknowledge that there's times where we just want to not do this and and it's tough. So. Abraham did step out of his comfort zone, way out, and we'll talk about that in a minute. As a lot of you are familiar with Abraham's story, but for those of you that ha- might not be, that's where we're going to go back into Genesis chapter two in just a moment. I mean Genesis ch- twelve in just a moment. So, looking back here, it, no unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God. That he was fully convinced that God was able to do all he all he had promised. Can I just tell you that when God is calling us out of our comfort zone, God God is fully able to do what he promised. He has all the ability. Um, I'm not a scientist, but I also understand that, you know, if the earth was one axis or one point off its axis, life would not be sustainable here on this planet. God sustains life every single day, day in and day out. He is fully able to do something that he promises us to do. So if he's calling me to do this podcast, he's fully able to make this all happen. And he's calling us to do different things in our lives. He's fully able to make that happen. So I'll jump into that in a few minutes. But finishing up this passage here, that the words, it was counted to him for righteousness, or it was counted to him, talking about it was counted to him as righteousness. The words, it was counted to him were not written for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be counted to us, and that's where the writer of Romans gives us this this example. It will be counted to us who believe in him, who raised from the dead Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. So, when we believe God, it's counted to us for righteousness. Okay? When we believe God that, he raised Jesus from the dead. So, Jesus even... You know, even if you're an atheist listening to this podcast, which I mean, if you're an atheist, I doubt you'd be listening to this. But if you happen to be listening to this and you're an atheist, then you can look back in history and see that there was definitely a man named Jesus from Nazareth or Jesus of Nazareth that walked the planet, that he died on the cross and that people couldn't find him again. There was people who saw him risen from the dead. So I believe that God did raise him from the dead. And the fact that Jesus is risen is proof of who he says he is, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. So we don't have to bound it in the sin in our life. We are raised for that. He, he, God delivered him up for that. So the Bible makes much of Jesus, and so do I. So that's part of a faith points. But getting back to Abraham's story, so I'm going to jump over to Genesis chapter 12. Getting back to Abram's story. So at this time in Genesis 12, he was called Abram, not Abraham. He was called Abram. God had changed his name later. Okay, so here's the deal. Abram's living his life, much like a lot of us. We're just going through, we're going through living our life, doing doing good in our lives. or trying to do good in our lives. And then God changes things up. God called him way out of his comfort zone. So here's what happened. in ver, uh, chapter Genesis 12, verse 1 again, and I'm reading from the ESV tonight. Now the Lord said to Abram, and that again, at that time, his name was Abram, not Abraham. Okay, God had changed his name later. Now the Lord said to Abram, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation. And I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went as the Lord had told him. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. So that's pretty interesting. 75 years old. This guy's living life like he knows, going with everything he knows, and all of a sudden the Lord drops this bomb on or drops this curveball on him and says, "Um, I need you to get up, go from your country, go from the people, you know, all your kindred, all your father's house to a land I will show you. So he doesn't even know where he's going. So I find this interesting to me. Okay. Whenever I'm taking a trip, I usually kind of, and I'm not as bad as I used to be. With this, I used to be pretty extreme. I'd get on Google maps and I actually go to the street view and scope out the streets. (laughs) I'm not that crazy off no more. But I do look at a map to see where I'm going to go. Okay. Um, I recently went up to Denver and I wanted to see how these roads would work in there. Because you, you go to a bigger city that you've never been to. You kind of want to know where you're going to go so you don't get lost in the city. Okay. So Abram doesn't have a map. He doesn't know where he's going to go. All he knows is God called him to go and he goes. Okay. So the Lord said to him, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house. So you're not leaving just your area. You're leaving your kindred. You're leaving your kinfolks and your father's house. In other words, pack up everything you know, and you're leaving everything you know to a place I'm going to show you. He doesn't even know where he's going. You want to talk about stepping out of your comfort zone? Definitely did that. He definitely did that. And that's not easy to do. Okay. But that's, this this calling also came with a blessing. Okay. And I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great. So that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And him him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So with this promise comes a blessing. But Abram's blessing was not for himself. It was also to bless other people. Okay. And it says, I will make of you a great nation. So this is huge promise. Now, Abram had to hold on to this promise all of his life. Because things didn't happen right away for him. Yes, he got up and moved right away. He followed the Lord's promise right away. Or followed the Lord's directive right away. And not easy to do, but that's what he did. Okay, but this, I will make of you a great nation. He hadn't had any children yet. This, I will make of you a great nation. that, That was a promise that had to come to fruition over time. And it's not easy. And if you continue reading Abram's story, you'll see that he kind of jumped the gun a little bit. And that's where he had a son named Ishmael. Then he finally had the child of promise named Isaac. Ishmael was not from his wife, Sarai. It was for Sarah at the time. Well, at the time, it's Sarai in this passage. And God changes her name along with Abram's into Abraham and Sarah. So anyways... God makes this promise. I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. So why is Abram getting this blessing? So he can be a blessing to others. So this kind of stands out to me when God's calling us out of our comfort zone. Yes, if God's calling you, that does come with a promise of a blessing. Is it going to be easy? No, not always. Sometimes it is. Praise God for those times. But there's also times where it's not going to be easy. Okay. So. It's weird. I'm using a new microphone. I've got two different microphones for this podcast. I've got this one that I'm using right now. And then I have this one over here, which I probably should have gone with tonight because it's not as sensitive as this one that I'm in front of me. But the one in front of me, hears my breaths and everything. And it's kind of weird. <laughs> so um, anyways, God is going to give him this promise and, and he's going to make him a blessing. So when we receive these blessings, we're also blessed to be a blessing. That's why God blesses us. It's not for us to hold into ourselves. If God blesses you, he's blessing you so you can bless somebody else. It's about kind of paying it forward, if you will. That's kind of a modern day term. Okay, paying it forward. So Abraham or Abram got up and left as the Lord had told him. So let me get into um, what was on my heart to share with this. I wanted to make sure I kind of fleshed out the scripture here. There was a time where there are several times where God's called me to step out in faith and it's not easy to do. Okay, Some some of the times it was, some of the times it wasn't. So I can remember working, I used to work in the prison system in Florida, and I'm working in the prison system, and God had called me to go to North Carolina to um, work with some children up in the Baptist Children's Homes of North Carolina. So I did that. I left everything and went up there without question. I had no idea how much I'd be making. I knew God gave me a place to live up there and a place to stay, but I didn't know how much I'd be making, and I really didn't care. I was single. Um, I had all my stuff paid off. Everything was fine. I gave up, I gave away most of my belongings. And I basically went from Florida to North Carolina with the clothes I had in my vehicle. And that's about it. So, and I had no problems doing that. That was easy. The toughest part was leaving my family behind and seeing my parents um, get emotional a little bit because I wasn't used to seeing that. That was was a little bit weird and a little difficult for me because I pulled an all-night drive right after that. So um but that was not that was not too difficult. In that I was blessed. It was a tough job, but it was a really good job. I was able to work with some kids or some youth that really um taught me some life lessons. And and it was a good time. So fast forward, I um I start I'm more I'm back in Florida. And now I'm not longer working in the prison, but I'm working in the jail. My plan was to finish up 20 years in that uniform as a correctional officer or a detention deputy or deputy sheriff, whatever you call it. I was a deputy sheriff at the time in the detention division. So you basically are a full-fledged deputy. You just don't work the road and you don't make arrests. So I'm working in Florida and I was about to, um, my plan was to retire after 20 years in the uniform. I was content. I was okay with that job. I was doing fine. And all of a sudden, God changed that up and called me into something different. I'm like, no way. You finally wait till I get content in my job and I'm fully content. I've got this plan to retire. And my my plan was to retire and go up to the mountains and have a log home in the mountains. Um, that was my heart's desire. That was my dream. I don't know if my wife was on board with that dream. She's made the comment before, well, that was your dream, not mine. I'm like, well, I would have dragged you along. It's okay. So... That was my my desire right there. That was my plan. Then all of a sudden, God had changed that. He called me into ministry. And this was in 2009. I wasn't expecting that. But I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that night that God was calling me into vocational ministry. That's not the first time he's called me. But this time here, he stopped me from running. So I, I did. I surrendered to him. Didn't even think college was a possibility. So I applied to a college, uh, the Baptist College of Florida. And got in on a provisional admission because I had yet to take the ACT or SAT or anything like that. Because again, I didn't think college was a possibility um, with my grades in high school. Now listen, now mind you, I, I, the reason my grades in high school were not the best is not because I didn't learn. Oh, I learned. I passed my tests with A's. The reason I didn't do well in high school is because I didn't do my homework. And I, I just, I, I had no idea that that developed a work ethic in me. Rather than, you know, my, my my attitude was my parents go home to go home. They don't take their work home with them. Why should I have to take my work home with me from school? I don't go home to go back to school. I was in school already. If the teachers want me doing work, they should have had me do it in school. <laughs> well, that was a wrong attitude to have, and I paid for that. So going back into this, um, I applied to college, got in on a provisional admission, had no idea how I would do. And the first semester I made the dean's list, and every semester thereafter, I've made the deans or presidents list one, every single semester. And that's not to say, look at me, look what I did. It's no, no, it's not that at all. That's not my heart. It's to say, look what happens when God's driving you to do something and you step out of faith and and, and do that. You step out of your comfort zone and do what he's asked you to do. So I did really well in school, graduated the, uh, with honors and got into a seminary afterwards did two years in the seminary. I stopped seminary uh, because I felt the Lord calling me academically in a different direction and then later pursued a master of arts in communication, which enables me to do my current job as a, uh, as a communication instructor over at, at, at Clarendon college. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a speech professor over there and um, now I'm finishing up a doctorate. So I'm going through Kansas state university, pursuing a doctor of education and that is not easy to do. But anyways, God called me out of my comfort zone and I followed him and I was blessed because of it. Now there was a time where in Florida, as, as I was graduating college in Florida under my undergrad, my bachelor's degree, I was pastoring a church and God had called me to Texas and I did not want to go to Texas. I did not want to go, but the Lord made it clear that this is where we're supposed to go. We were comfortable in Florida. We were very comfortable up in Graceville, Florida. It's a beautiful little, it's a beautiful little town. Um, wonderful place. I could have lived my days out over there. It's not the mountains, but it's beautiful over there. And the people are really nice over there. So I, I was very comfortable over there, but God calls us to Texas. We get to Texas and I'm thinking that, you know, we've, we've, we've moved once before that God has directed and we were really blessed in that. So I'm thinking this is going to be an easy thing, an easy thing. Little did I know that our move to Texas would be one of the most difficult times. We get to, we get to Fort Worth and it was not an easy time. It was a very difficult time. My son was going through some stuff. And when he goes through some stuff, it makes us go through some stuff too. And, you know, I'm not going to dive into all that. But anyways, it was a difficult time at first. And I wanted to go back. So I call one of my friends and uh, my friend's going to be probably turning into this podcast. Call one of my buddies and he was like, you want me to tell you to come on home, don't you? I'm like, man, I don't care what you tell me. I want to hear something because, man, I am I am mad enough to chew nails right now. I'm mad. This is, this is not cool. I've got one more obstacle before I head back to Florida. He says, God didn't call you to leave Florida just to bring you right back. God has a purpose for you out there. So I had to step out of my comfort zone and follow that, even when it was super uncomfortable, even when I was upset about what was going on in my life. So the reason I'm sharing that with you is when Abram, you know, going back to our Bible story here, when Abram was stepping out into faith, it wasn't always easy for him. It's not easy to leave everything you know, everybody you know, and only take a core group of people with you. It's not easy. And sometimes the folks you take with you really make it not easy. And I'm thinking, I'm not thinking of anybody in my life in particular, but I'm thinking of Lot, Abram and Lot, that that couldn't have been easy. At one point, they had to split ways because they just they weren't their families weren't getting along right. So, anyways, the road to following the Lord is not always easy, but it's necessary. If you want to position yourself for the blessings that He wants to pour out in your life, if He's calling you to do something, it's best if you do it. It's kind of like if I want to bless my son with something special. Now I'm always gonna, he's always gonna get, you know, he's he's always gonna get the benefits of being my son. But if I wanted to give him something extra special and I'm telling him, listen, I want you to do something, I want you to do this. And I have something in mind, but I'm not telling him what it is because I want to surprise him. If he does it, I get to surprise him with this really awesome gift. If he doesn't, I don't get to surprise him because he didn't do it. So it's kind of like that with the Lord. No, we don't always have to earn his blessings, but sometimes he's calling us to obedience and calling us down this path. If we want to position ourselves for blessing, we kind of need to follow what he's asking us to do. If we want to position ourselves for that particular blessing. So, Stepping out of our comfort zone. It's not easy to do. When I did that, moving to Texas, it was not easy. So we're in Fort Worth and all of a sudden, you know, a door opens that I didn't, I didn't, I had no idea if God was going to put me back in the pulpit. I had no idea. So the Lord uses a couple different avenues to put me back into the pulpit. And at first it was uncomfortable at first because I didn't know where he's going to, where he's going to have me go. And then he made it clear where we were going to go. So we start pastoring at uh, a second Baptist church of Ranger, Texas. And that was, that was at first, it was very simple. It was very simple. It was clear to everybody in the church and to us, it was crystal clear that God was calling us there. So we followed that calling and we were blessed in there. Then God called us to relocate from Fort Worth because we were driving 90 miles back and forth on Sundays and and oftentimes on Wednesdays. So then God called us to relocate out to Ranger. That was very uncomfortable. I'm used to a home that has everything in order as far as electric electronics and stuff like that. I'm not used to a home that has been crafted together. And there were several aspects of the home we were going to go into that were crafted together. Um, You can use your imagination on that. My landlord was a really, really great man. Um, there was just some things in the home that I wasn't used to. So, and, and, some of these things could have been safety things and it wouldn't have passed and this home would not have passed an inspection in a major city. just never, it would not have. So I was nervous about this. I'm like, am I going to be comfortable there? Here's the thing. God doesn't call us always the comfort. There's times where he calls us to be uncomfortable. This is why he calls us to step out of our comfort zone. We go there. We're in this home. We're blessed. Okay. Then the Lord opened the door for us to buy a home in this home. I loved that home. If I could take that brick home that we were in in Ranger and move it to my current property in Clarendon, I'd be as happy as a lark. I loved that home. The rooms weren't all that big, but I loved that home. I loved that home. So now the Lord blessed us again. Then I, um, Then I sensed the Lord calling me away from the pulpit. Now, I do believe he called me away from the pulpit for a season, or at least for now. But there's times where we step into God's calling and and we don't really sense things the right way because maybe our heart's not in the right place or whatever. But I made some mistakes when I stepped out of the pulpit. I made some major mistakes when I stepped out of the pulpit. I'm not proud of those. I'm not going to go into what they are. If you're curious about that. Um, Some of you already know what I'm talking about, and those of you that that are new to getting to know me, if there's something you want to talk about privately, I'll talk about it privately, but I'm not going to put it on this podcast. Anyways, um, I thought God was done with me at ministry again. So I get my life back to being right again, and thank God for my wife. My wife, um, through all my wavering, was rock solid. My wife never wavered. My faith in God never wavered. My actions wavered, but the Lord placed this up here in Clarendon. This is where I got a job teaching full-time, and for a year, my wife and I were not meritally, not meritally separated. We were physically separated because I took a job four hours north of where we were living. So now my family's living up here, and when we first get up here, I was okay. But then when it's time for my whole family to live up here, all these things are falling apart. I'm like, man, where am I supposed to go? I got to live somewhere. So the Lord opens the door for us to purchase a home. Up here, we sold the home in Ranger and purchased this one up here. And this is where I'm actually podcasting from right now. Is the uh, shed on my property, which is like a man cave kind of a thing. But anyways, God calls us to do things and step out of our comfort zone, and those things are not easy to do. The reason I'm telling you all this is it's not easy to do, but we are blessed in the process. Did the blessings come in the way we want them to? No. Not always. It was weird. When I moved from St. Augustine, Florida to Graceville, Florida, I sensed the Lord calling us up there. The Lord paved the way up there. We made some of the best friends we've ever made up there. It was a wonderful, beautiful time. Um, I would love to live back in that situation again. It was just a wonderful time. When we moved from Florida, to Texas, I thought the way would be paved again, and it was not. It was a very difficult time living in Fort Worth at first. It got better. But at first it was very difficult and that's not, that's not, that's, you know, it's not always easy to follow the Lord when he's asking you to step out of your comfort zone. But if he's asking you to do something, he's directing you to do it. It's best if you follow. And here's where you don't live by feeling you live by fact. So again, looking at Genesis chapter 12, verse one, now, the Lord said to Abram, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land I will show you. Then he promises them these blessings, and then jumping down to verse 4, So Abram went, as the Lord had said to him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. And Abram took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all his possessions that they had gathered, and the people that they had acquired in Haran and set forth or set out to go to the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abraham passed there. And it gives a whole history of this. Anyways, Abram didn't question. The Bible does not record Abram questioning God. He just believed him and it was counted to him as righteousness. When we believe God, it counts for us, counts to us as righteousness. So understand. So how is this circling around? Well, first of all, I'm not reading any notes. I I tend to make, um, for those of you watching on the live feed, I tend to make better eye contact with the camera. Um, if I don't use notes and this is being recorded both on Facebook live on the uh, point of faith ministries page, and also being recorded audibly through my uh, machine for an actual podcast, just an audible version only. So it kind of goes out on both and it's going through a number of platforms. Anyways, When we don't question God and we just go forth in this, if we know it's him calling us and we step out into this, we're stepping into a blessing. Abraham was indeed blessed. You can read the story for yourself and I encourage you to do so. Genesis is a wonderful book. But Abraham was blessed. People blessed him. And in the promise, going back to the latter part of verse 3, in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, can trace his lineage all the way back to Abram. And as a matter of fact, uh, the, the Gospels do do that. They trace his lineage all the way back to Abram. So in him, all the families on the earth will be blessed. So he was blessed to be a blessing. But it all happened when he stepped out of his comfort zone. So this is why I'm sharing this with you. It's not easy to step out of our comfort zone, but it's necessary. If God's calling us to do it, it's necessary. Will there be blessings? Yes. Will there be some trials with it? Usually yeah. Usually there's a test of faith with this. Yes. Is the road always easy? No. But think of it like climbing a mountain. I love the mountains. I love the mountains. Okay. Think of it like climbing a mountain. When you climb the mountain, sometimes the the, the climb gets a little treacherous. Sometimes it's a little dull and boring. Sometimes it's treacherous. Sometimes the climb gets very difficult, but the view from the top is spectacular. You've earned the view and you love that view. And it's kind of like that when you're stepping out into, into, a, into a call that God's placed on you. If God's calling you to step out of your comfort zone and you step out of your comfort zone, walk in what he's calling you to do, he will light your path or he'll give you a lamp unto your feet and light your path, but he's not going to show you everything because there's times where we don't need to know everything. What we need to do is see what we need to do for our very next steps. Do I know what all this is leading to? I don't. I have some things that I would hope it leads to, but this is the blessing we get for now. So that being said, I think I've talked enough tonight. I have no idea how long this one, how long this feed and this podcast is gone, but that's what I really wanted to share with you tonight. And kind of expand a little bit on what I shared Sunday evening. Sunday evening was just a kickoff. So before I before I end this, I want to make sure I thank some people on this. Um, first and foremost, my wife. Uh, if it wasn't for her, this podcast would not be possible because she, um, she was right alongside with me when we made the purchases on this. Um, some of the equipment came from um, a gift from her and a gift from my family members. Uh, that they gave me a gift card for Christmas that I could use to purchase this. Um, I want to thank my pastor Jason Houston. He was instrumental. His guidance, his prayer were very instrumental. Um, another another pastor I've been um, going under on Sunday afternoons. Uh, pastor, I guess her her official title is Apostle Alberta Hilton. Um, Apostle Alberta has been a real blessing. Also, she actually gave me a word of prophecy, um, talking about how God's going to be using me. And uh, she had no idea what God was stirring up in me when she prayed this prayer, but that's been instrumental in this. And there's um, a whole slew of friends that have have, uh, supported me in this and supporting me in this this idea and in this endeavor. So I want to make sure I thank you guys all. I don't really have time to name everybody in that, but if you're supporting this through prayer or through um, encouraging words, I really do appreciate you. And another pastor I want to make sure I highlight is um, a longtime friend of mine, Pastor Les Ray out of Cocoa, Florida. He's a pastor of First Assembly of God in Cocoa, Florida. Um, Dear friend, dear brother in Christ, um, major encouragement, major blessing to me. So I want to make sure I thank him also in this. So thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope this has been a blessing to you. So what I'm looking at doing is doing this at least on uh, every Tuesday evening around 7 p.m. And if I can do more, I will. But for sure, the schedule will be around Tuesday evenings around 7 p.m. So with that being said, Thank you for taking the time to listen tonight, and uh, we'll see you guys real soon. Thank you.